Try to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total protonic reversal. Protonic reversal. Protonic reversal. With Conan Neutron. right party people radio valencia listeners rock and roll fans sports fans i suppose people the world over welcome 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 you are in the right place at the right time if you're ready for things that are awesome 
Because it's none other than Photonic Reversal. And we're right here, baby. Yeah! Oh, as per normal, the Radio Valencia Studios when Protonic Reversal begins, everything is in complete disarray, which we'd like to give a hearty shout-out to our <laughs> fellow show knows here, Lintland. I suppose the best way to mark... We should, when we had Steve Albini on, we should have asked him, hey, is the best way to mic vocals if you point the mic directly up? Because he would probably say no, or maybe laugh. Directly up? Yeah, it was, all the microphones were pointed directly up. Maybe they were micing the Maybe they're really fan. tall. Uh, maybe. You think? How tall, how tall would you have to be? Well, I don't how know. How tall <laughs> is it? How tall is it? Well, how tall do you have to be to heat a burrito so hot that God himself cannot eat it? Wow, that's some deep stuff. <laughs> deep stuff for a morning show. That, that's how I roll. That is how you roll. Uh, speaking with me on, on the mic is none other than... DJ Real Time Drop. Me. Yeah. And here we are. There's a... Uh, all kinds of good stuff happening. We're, we're getting it together. We're going to play some rock and roll. We're going to talk. Oh, you know who we have today is uh, Mr. Kevin Burkett of the Electrical Guitar Company, the guy who makes all those great uh, metal, like all aluminum guitars. Really interesting oh, cool. dude. Yeah, we're going to have him on by phone a little later on. And uh, it should be a good time. That's so metal. <laughs> it is literally metal. Yes. That's a... Uh, these things are true things that you're, you've said. Uh, we'll be playing some tunes. We got some premieres today. Premier, premieres, 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 premieres. Not premies. Not premies. No. Uh, and so we'll be playing those, and that's good. I hope you like music. If you don't, you're in the wrong place. Remember when I said uh, you're in the right place? Well, if you don't like music and don't like fun times and things like that, then you're in the wrong place. Wrong. There's a song about that. It must have been the wrong place. That's true, yeah. The wrong time. It's in Dazed and Confused. Love that movie. Yeah, I, th I think it has a... Well, I think it had a life before that, but certainly it is in Dazed and Confused. <laughs> well, that's what I know it from, but okay, clearly well, I am not of the 60s, although my, my, my mom is. Well, that would make sense. Uh, it makes a lot of sense. I have an exciting thing I'm going to surprise the world with. Cool. Do you want to do it now, or do you want? To, why don't we play a song first, and then we can? Uh, we well, can it's really it. not that exciting. <laughs> are, are you are you drumming up false enthusiasm for the sake of? That's what I broadcast? do. Okay. It's called dramaticism. Is that a word? <laughs> Maybe you've heard it. <laughs> um, did did you really have an announcement? Or? Oh yeah, I'm I'm donating my hair to Locks of Love. Really? I'm cutting my hair off today. Not I All mean not hair? not bald. I'll have okay. hair. Uh, into You're a cutting it short, and then people who don't see me because it's radio don't know. <laughs> Which would be all of them. They have very long hair. Uh, interesting. Okay, cool. That's and that's a charity, I assume. Yeah, they make wigs for kids that are going through chemotherapy and other therapies where they lose their hair. Well, how nice. Mm -hmm. I'd like to point out there is a glow bracelet uh, in the studio today, so no, oh. no whippets, but there is a glow bra bracelet. So that's that's a thing that glow, glow bracelets are back because the nineties are back, yeah, like raves, you know. Well, let's contemplate how the nineties are back and let's listen to this Le Butcherette song. This is a this is a good one. It's called uh, Henry, don't get love. Yeah. 
right, that's Nonagon with King Corky. That's off of The Last Hydronaut. Great little EP. Before that, we had Henry Don't Get Love by Le Butcherettes off of the record Sin, Sin, Sin. I just saw them. Really? Uh, How was it? Fantastic. From uh, Guadalajara, Mexico, originally. I think they live in Los Angeles now, but uh, with the Melvins. They, they opened for oh, the Melvins. Oh, cool. Put on the Melvins ma- are great. Yeah, the Melvins were as awesome as you would expect the Melvins to be because they're a fantastic live act. Uh, and Lobotrets were a really pleasant, super awesome surprise. They, uh, she's an incredible front woman. I like the songs. It was a good show. It was a, uh, it was a darn good time. So I was so motivated to buy the record, and you, I, it's really you're good too. Giving them a little love on the protonic. Giving them a little love. Giving them a little love on the. <laughs> Protonic reversal. That was muted, but Protonic reversal. That's a bit more like it. Yeah. The delayed protonic reversal. The delayed protonic reversal. Protonic reversal. <laughs> Which is what you're listening to right now. Very shortly we're gonna be talking to Mr. Kevin Burkett from Electrical Guitar Company. Quite looking forward to that interesting guy. Where is where is Electrical Guitar Company? Florida. Florida, <laughs> right? <laughs> I know things about Florida. You know, I know a little thing or two about Florida. We're in Florida, we have things in common. Uh, I don't know. We should probably ask him. I want to say like Pensacola or something along those lines. Um, That's the internet a really me. random location. Quickly. Well, that's what the PO box is. He probably doesn't want <laughs> hordes of of uh, you know noise rock dudes hassling them about yeah. their, their personal custom electrical guitar designs at home. So maybe maybe he has the P.O. box there and lives in another city. But I don't know. We'll, we'll find about all that and more really soon. I have many so things. To, I have things in common with him and the Florida thing. So, uh, it's a strange land out there. Swampy. <laughs> it's, a, it's a strange land indeed. Have you ever had swamp butt? Oh. That's that's a little bit too much information for, for the show. I think there's, there's really a, there's, there's a lot there's a lot we'll we get into. We hit a boundary. But. I didn't know we had those. <laughs> so uh, that is I don't even know I didn't even put that in the soundboard. That just ended up there. Isn't that creepy? That's I mean that's a, a creepy laugh. <laughs> that's a Halloween Eve creepy. This just ended up in there somehow. That's like, yep. Hey yeah, Halloween sounds. This is the only show where you hear like trucks driving in the background and stuff because it's so hot, it's so warm in the morning. We got to keep the windows open, and then you got people. Burr, burr, hey, I'm trying to move things here. Except or they don't clean sound like up in New the York. streets after the Giants just won the Ooh, World Series. Yes, yes, uh, there was a lot of uh, rioting. It was crazy. I saw lots of interesting photos on the social medias. Which is different because if you uh, in in Oakland, like for instance, with with the Raiders, if you <laughs> if they win. There's a riot. And, of course, if they lose, there's also a riot. So that's well, the thing. It's funny. My friend texted me last weekend. That's what it sounded like last night? After yes, the Giants something won? something like that. Is that, that about what it sounded um, like? My friend was like, "It's the Giants lost, so be careful out there. And I was like, actually. <laughs> be when, careful out there, shatter. <laughs> I was like, be, actually, when they win, it seems way worse. Like, I feel like everyone just would have gone home last night. Right. I I went to the park side because there my my friend was having a photo exhibit and it was his birthday. So That's a good two for had uh, nothing to do situation. It was like I decided that it was unavoidable to go home and not deal with the craziness. So, I went somewhere that I knew a bunch of people and could avoid all the rioting. Wait, it was unavoidable to go home? 
I'm, I'm confused. I think I said that wrong. Yeah, I think you did. I, I might, I might have not slept very much. Oh, and that is a DJ real time drop. I in. could not avoid the crazy crowd, so I went to a different crowd that was. I went to a more different crowd. <laughs> I went to a more different crowd that had nothing to do with baseball, but was also having lots of fun. That's good. And then smash tried to smash birthday cake into someone's face. That is a delightful image. Sure it is. It sounds like everyone's having a good time and it was, it was fun. fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But, you know, I also, like, received many reports of people being crazy and breaking stuff. Oh, yeah? They were breaking things? And lighting things on fire. No. Oh, man. <laughs> Did it sound like this? Hold on. Was it, was it like <laughs> it that? It was a little more dramatic than that. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> How about that? A little more dramatic, yeah. Okay. All right. Was it... More, like that? Yeah. Uh, a little How about that more. last one? I don't know. Well, that's a little more. Like, yeah. That one. That one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, what that one. Like. <laughs> You're listening to the we sound of breaking glass on radio once. <laughs> Everyone tuned out right then. Photonic We're gonna have uh, amazingly. We're gonna have Mr. Kevin Burkett of Electrical Guitar Company on shortly. Let's hear a premiere. This is the. Off of the new Room Runner EP, this is uh, Miss DNA, and we come back, we'll be speaking to Mr. Kevin Burkett.
All right, that was Coming Up for Air by the Gary off of the Farewell Foolish Objects record. Just came out. That's a premiere. That is a premiere here on none other than Protonic Reversal. And before that, we had a new room runner with uh, uh, Miss DNA, and that's off of the EP Separate. Separate or separate? I don't know. One, one of the two. And on the phone right now, we have none other than Mr. Kevin Burkett of Electrical Guitar Company. Welcome, Kevin. Thank you so much for joining us, man. And you are uh, all the way out in uh, in Pensacola, Florida, right? Yeah, yeah, kind of no man's land in the middle of nowhere. So, I'm, I'm from Florida. I know Florida. Oh, well, then you know, you know how desolate this part of it is. Yeah, my, my grandparents live in Monticello. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a little nicer than up here, so... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's definitely the middle of nowhere, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the closest thing that we have to, to do anything fun is uh, New Orleans. But yeah. it's still a little bit of a drive, so. Yeah, New Orleans is great. I I grew up in Gainesville, so. Um, okay, yeah. yeah. There's stuff happening there. So for those that are not in the know, uh, Electrical Guitar Company is a, I, I guess you would say it's a, <laughs> do, you, do you take umbrage with the word artisanal? Kevin, uh, <laughs> small batch, because it's well. I mean, you can, call, you can call it whatever you want. I usually just say we're just a machine shop that builds guitars. That's usually what I kind of, not necessarily dumb it down to, but to, but put it to because, like, for some reason, if you tell people you make guitars, no one really cares. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. But in this case, the guitars that are being made are are quite unique, uh, and. The only real parallel for anyone that uh, comes from the music instrument world is uh, the Travis Bean, I, I would say, from from the larger perspective. There are others, you know, you oh, yeah. Valinos, Vaqueros, et cetera, but uh, the Travis Bean guitars, as, you know, popularized by, you know, many uh, iconic classic rock artists, uh, you know, you're... Uh, I think, think Keith Richards played uh, Travis Bean. I know, tra- I know Jerry Garcia did. I'm trying not to cite him as an example. Because I don't think yeah, they care for the music. I think, I think at one point everybody in um, in the Rolling Stones had uh, Travis Bean instruments um, because like they did some they did some weird five string versions for them. But yeah, I think I think at some point all of them played them with. I guess the most famous one, Bill Wyman, had a few short scale basses made for him. So I guess that was, and he played those the most as far as I can as far as I can recall. Gotcha. And the thing that they were uh, most known for, the Travis Bean guitars, were uh, not only the incredible sustain that they get, but the fact that uh, rather than a, a wood guitar that is you know, your standard your standard build, they were made out of aluminum. And, yeah. uh, and that's kind of how, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, and please, if I'm speaking out of school, you should let me know, but that's sort of like where the inspiration for you making an electrical guitar company came is from these great, very expensive, but, you know, kind of almost indestructible, <laughs> amazing guitars that were uh, a very unique thing that sort of like disappeared when Travis Bean disappeared. Yeah, and, you know, kind of, I mean, the, what got me started in doing this stuff was the fact that, that Travis Bean's got to be so just ungodly expensive. I bought my first one sometime in the 90s for like $400. It was a bass, and um, I actually never really played bass before got stuck playing bass in a band and i was just like well if i'm going to play bass i'm going to play something that you know sounds cool so um 
we knew of shellac and everything, and it's like, well, let me see if I can find one of these things because I play rather aggressively. And then once sure. I got it, I was just like, oh, well, I guess this is what I'm playing from now on. So. And one of the one of the deals with the Travis Beans that made them uh, interesting as instruments is they were so durable. Yeah, so you could be a more aggressive player, and you wouldn't necessarily completely jack up your instrument beyond <laughs> beyond all use. And oh yeah, we, we we I I on many times karate chopped drum sets with that bass and you know hit microphone stands and everything and what was funny it actually recently came back up for sale i sold it years ago to uh when i started playing guitar i should have held on to it but you know should have held on to a lot of stuff right, but, right. uh it, it went for just some insane amount of money like uh four or five thousand dollars and i was trying to tell the people that were bidding on it and i was just like you know you might not want to bid on this it's got a big crack down the center and they were just like, how do you know that? It's like, well, because I put it there. <laughs> so, but it didn't it didn't deter anybody. And so far, I guess the thing still hasn't broken in half. So, you know, kudos to kudos to how they built them, I guess. Right. And, and they've, the, the thing about them also is that they held their value because they're a very unique object. So how did you go from, uh, you know, playing a Travis Bean guitar and being like, oh, you know, this is great to, you know, uh, you, as you very humbly stated, a machine shop that happens to make guitars in Pensacola, Florida. Like, uh, how, how does one get from point A to point B there? Well, in 1997, Travis Bean reissued um, the guitars, and it did not go over very well. There's many different stories of the reason why, and, you know, I don't know which one is correct, but just say it, 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 it flopped. But the instruments they were making were really, really cool. It was this one solid piece of metal back. So the neck and the back of the guitar were one piece of metal, had a wooden top and a wooden fretboard. Um, I managed to get a hold of these when uh, apparently they were all pawned at one point. And then the guy who bought them out of pawn slowly started dumping them on eBay. Hmm. So I got a hold of one and uh, really, 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 really liked it and was overly paranoid about it being stolen just because they they only made they made six and only five had ever been accounted wow that few and um and you know and i was just paranoid that it was going to get stolen i'd never be able to get it replaced and then we actually ended up uh recording the band that i was in gravity keeps the hours recorded with albini at um, um zero return in atlanta and he to this day gave me the best compliment of my any sort of like musical playing stuff and he was just like that's the best sounding bass i've ever heard and um high so, praise and i was extra paranoid about it <laughs> right and, right right uh, and it got me it got me thinking it's like you know what if for the price of these things i could probably make one and so i just got the idea of you know wanting to make something to basically cover my bases in case my bass got stolen and um, you cover your bases saw what you did there yeah that's nice <laughs> yeah yeah my uh uh so you know, I bought some metal, went around to machine shops, and tried to get them to, uh, you know, basically help me. I had the plans drawn up, and Steve had lent me a bunch of guitars to uh, kind of go over and offered up uh, some suggestions and stuff. And, you know, basically everyone told me to pound sand except for this one machine shop. And, you know, we, we made the first few prototypes, and I, I, I went back and forth about you know what to name the thing and I, I think my name sounds stupid so there was no way that was going to happen <laughs> you're and, not going to uh, it wasn't be the briquette model necessarily yeah right? that just sounds yeah there, there was yeah it just sounds bad and you know I, I i have i have a whole and a whole box of just stuff of trying to design headstocks and stuff to look cool and i was just like you know what 
Steve helped so much with it and was kind of instrumental in it, I'm just going to name it after Electrical Audio. And that, oh, was, interesting. that was where it all started from. So Interesting. And okay. it also made me, you know, not that I wouldn't try my best anyway, but since I was, you know, by default semi-associating it with him by, you know, naming it after a studio, I definitely wanted to put my best foot forward and not do anything dumb and mess it up because, you know, I didn't want to have... You know, guilt by association sort of thing. Like sure, sure. Guitars that are named after your studio suck. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. Here, here's the thing that is uh, other Sully in an otherwise perfect brand. <laughs> no, so, you know, yeah. And that's definitely not the case. But I know that uh, you know, having having been kind of, and I, I do not have the. Yeah, sort of personal history uh, that you have had and many have had with uh, knowing the Travis Beans and everything that, that goes with that. But I do remember that it, it, as much as they've become kind of a very important part of a certain type of, of music culture and a certain type of music of which I count myself a part of, it, they weren't, and it wasn't initially accepted as like, oh, this is an awesome thing, right? There was a little bit of pushback. From oh yeah, it's it's such a it's such a small niche of people. I mean, Travis being made, um, uh, the the numbers vary, and and it kind of eludes me. But I want to say it was somewhere in the thirty five hundred range. Was that was all the guitars they ever made? Kramer, which is a whole nother nightmare story. Like he made more <laughs> metal necks, but they just weren't nearly as good. Um, but yeah, like for the most part, like I like the first time I took. The, the prototype into a guitar store around here, people were just like, what do you, wh- why would you do that? And like, <laughs> Who is that for? Why would you do that? <laughs> yeah, and you know, yeah, people aren't very accepting of anything new, like anything right. that didn't fall out, of, fall out of the 50s, you know. I, I refuse to think that every good idea happened in the 50s. Now, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of stuff now that's being made that's just absolute crap, you know. Like, they, they tried to go different in spite of the 50s, but... You know, it seemed like Travis Bean took all the cool stuff that, you know, that they liked of Les Pauls and, you know, Strats and Telecasters and all that stuff and then tried to hybridize it into something that was at least innovative. So, Totally. And, yeah, that's – it's the kind of thing where – and I guess – and again, coming from me and my perspective, I guess I never saw the appeal necessarily uh, before because I – didn't really know them from Travis Means. I kind of knew the, the Kramers and things along those lines, which is like, oh, yeah, you know, that's fine. That's a fine enough guitar, but what, you know, what makes that any different from, you know, a, a Jaguar or a Strat or anything along those lines? I don't really see... I don't really see much... Uh, <laughs> I don't really see much difference there. And then as opposed to, like, with the Travis Beans and with the Electricals, it's like, oh, no, this is, like, a different beast entirely. This is a completely different thing. Yeah, and, you know, and the, the thing that... And I remember in the, uh, the, the, at some point going to be released Travis Bean documentary, I remember uh, the, the teaser they put out, Steve was saying, like, what, what drew him to them was that they were indestructible, and that was one thing about me. I mean, they look cool, don't get me wrong, but there's a lot of guitars that look cool, but I like the fact of that, you know, I couldn't really break the thing. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of musicians don't really approach stuff that way. Like they like it's about you know the aesthetics, and then you know it's got to have wood to have tone. It's got to do this. It's got to do this. You know, so many different things. Whereas you know, Agostino uh, from Uzeda and Bellini kind right, of right. said it best. He said he said whenever they whenever like a, a young kid comes into the store and picks up one of the metal guitars, he'll come up and be like, "This guitar is not for you yet." 
Like, oh, wow. You're, yeah. <laughs> like, you must I, train for the young Jedi. <laughs> before yeah, you. because, and, and, it, and it is kind of, and it's, and it's absolutely true, like, and I, 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 I'm horrible at doing his, 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 uh, his English, but basically, in a nutshell, what he said, like, if you suck, it's going to make you really suck. If you're good, it's going to make you really good. So it just kind of amplifies what's there. And I think a lot of people's aversion to it, um, like in the 70s and stuff, was that I think it brought out, because since, since, the, since the metal, you know, accentuates everything that's going on, it was accentuating the stuff that they didn't know that they were doing, and it was just like, oh, you can hear me flub that string even louder now. You know? Sure, so. sure, because everything's more pronounced because there's more, uh, it's a different sound to it, there's more, like, sustain, there's more, it's more everything. So that makes sense because it's, if you're playing something competently or terribly, then you're going to, you know, it's, there's going to be more of your incompetence going forward. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's like uh, uh, I always kind of go back to the, the, the supercar status of stuff, like, you know, like if you know if, if you're driving a pickup truck accidentally sliding the steering wheel one way or another is not going to you know ruin your day but if you're driving a ferrari accidentally moving the steering wheel because it's so sensitive is going to send you you know sailing in a whole nother direction right. so and that's kind of what you know metal does which i enjoy it you know you can definitely you can definitely play it to your advantage and get all sorts of different sounds and things out of it but if you're having a bad day it definitely makes the day worse but if you're having a really good day, like you can, you can do a lot of really cool stuff with it. So, totally. And it's interesting that the audience for these guitars has sort of uh, that has gravitated towards. It tends to be from a certain type of, uh, you know, you know, I would say like your more uh, aggressive heavy music at first, which almost you wouldn't necessarily think that those would be the most oh these are the most open-minded people that are like you know willing to try something new but uh it definitely seems like and maybe part of that has to do with you know mr albini former guest of the show and his is travis bean and kind of people knowing a, l- a little bit more about those guitars for this but it, it kind of seems like there's more of a uh, sense of adventure with people in in kind of more like less less safe consonant music to try something a little new like that. Try something that you know maybe is untested or maybe it's like not a brand that's like Fender or Gibson that you've known for a million years. Uh, but it- yeah, and you know, and the cool thing is, everyone kind of the, the one of the biggest questions that I get probably on a daily basis through email is like, well, what does it sound like? And it's it's not that you know it necessarily sounds better than wood. Um, like if if a wood guitar goes from a range from say five to eight. A metal guitar will go from zero to ten. Like it just gives you more. If you want to play up the completely super aggressive side, which you know is you know like the, for lack of a better phrase, what we always kind of refer to as the Chicago, the Chicago sound, like right. the really aggressive, you Clangy, know, awesome. high trouble. Yeah, <laughs> super- yeah. Like it, it, it is, it is completely suited to do that. But there's a lot of people that use them for like jazz and everything else too. So there's. There's a whole other end of the spectrum that doesn't get celebrated as much, but people have definitely began to use them for that. So, like the the, the, the spectrum of people that are that are that come around knocking is definitely very varied now. So, well, and that's interesting because it, it definitely has. Uh, you know, the electrical car company. When you see, I feel like you can take good advantage of social media. Like I, I like looking at. You know, the electrical guitar company Instagram account. There's a little plug there because 
you kind of show whenever you do like an interesting custom job or which we haven't even got into yet but whenever you have like a new model or some kind you post a picture and it's always they're they're really neat looking like they're kind of you know i would say that they're works of art in their own right you know you try to downplay your your doings as you know just a machine shop that makes guitars but these are really cool looking guitars that just they look iconic i mean it's kind of like there's an excalibur-esque quality to them and well thank you yeah i mean you know, and I, 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 the the only reason I shy away from the from the the the, the, the art side of it, and it's not. A, I mean, obviously there is something uh, very artistic that's involved with it, but I, I've I've said this to a few people, and it makes some people laugh, and then it makes some people really mad. I was an art major for that's what I went to college for until I realized I couldn't stand artists. So. <laughs> <laughs> Why uh, can't you stand artists? <laughs> Well, it's and it's not and it's not it's not the people like I was just listening to Doug Stanhope this morning and he said um, he was just like anyone that introduces himself as an artist is probably somebody that just needs a job, and <laughs> you know yeah. so like like people like I doubt you know and and his example was I doubt Picasso went around and uh, you know introducing himself as an artist everyone just knew that that was the crazy son of a bitch that paints really good and cut his ear off, you know <laughs> yeah like, right. So you know, and it has nothing like it's not it's not a painting it, it's not a it's not a blanket unlike of artists because everyone like all the people that I look up to I definitely would throw in the art category but like the 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 artists that were that I was exposed to in art school like for example I was a sculpture major which definitely lent itself to the machining side of things and um, like they would give us assignments to you know get found objects and build something out of it and do this and like you know i build all i built the stuff up and you know turned it in and they're like what are you trying to express and it's like nothing (laughs) (laughs) i just i just wanted to build something right yeah exactly yeah you you, you (laughs) told me to build it yeah it's like i I would like an a that's maybe what i'm trying to express (laughs) i'm trying to build myself an excellent grade so that i can pass this class sir be very condescending of like, well, you're not taking this seriously because if you're not expressing anything, and it's like, don't shut up. Like, that, that has nothing to do with it. Like, I got something for you to express right here. Well, I mean, if you have something in your brain or in your heart and you just need to get it out, why does it have to have, like, some sort of defined... I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, and, and And that's what a lot of that was. It seems like it was everyone... Like they weren't focused on the quality of what you were doing; they were focused. In, they were focused in on the bullshit story that you piled on top of it. And that's right, what right. Really drove me crazy. Yeah. You know, like you know, I, I saw some horrible stuff. Like I, I can't think of anything, but it, it makes me go back to that movie Ghost World with Thor Birch and all them. Yeah. When the uh, when Thor Birch was sent like turning in her drawings and the teacher was like you're not expressing yourself right here and then the the one girl has a tampon shoved in a cup and she says like this is you know for women's rights and it's just like and thor birch gave her the same look that i gave all the people at school it's just like this is crap (laughs) right exactly because it's like it, it, it just because it has the appearance of art doesn't necessarily make it art and that's yeah. yeah, yeah, and you know, and even 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 going a little bit further, there's a there's a guy here in town that does decorative uh, metalwork, like uh, you know, ornate staircases and stuff like that. And he's always been very friendly. We went and saw him at a uh, the Gulf Co- Gulf Coast Arts Festival. Super super nice guy, you know, sitting there drinking beer, talking to him. But all of his artsy friends from around here, you know, came up, you know, uh, 
everyone and everyone's always trying to hawk something, which bothers me. Right, right. Like, everyone's always like, they're, like, yeah, they're like, yeah, they're like, we're putting we're putting out a book of our of our photographs and stuff. I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, I mean, I don't particularly have any interest, but you know, it's like that that's neat. You know, good for you. I'm glad you're doing something. You know, right, awesome. You know, and uh, they're like, well, what do you do? And then I tell them, and then they just kind of give me a eat shit and die look and walk off. And I really, and you know, at the, it doesn't hurt my feelings, but it's just like, you know what? I should have been totally honest with you saying, like, you know what? I can get a hold of Google and have them print me up a book and I can sell it to my 30 friends around here that we all drink wine with and backslap each other, but that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't so. necessarily, it, it's, it's just. I mean, it's it, arts for art's sake. Is is uh, art for art's sake? Is a perfectly acceptable thing. God, what's wrong with my tongue today? It's crazy. Uh, but it's also can frequently be used for very indulgent purposes, and it, it's sort of like, yeah, it's like you said, like you know, good for you. I don't necessarily know who that's for. It's not for me, but yeah, you know, yeah, good I on you. I can appreciate what somebody you know, you know, the, it, it, at very least the effort that they put into it. You know, and that, that's what was really strange about, about art school was, like, you know, like being able to sit back and the people that just told me that, you know, I was not uh, taking my career seriously, whatever the hell that meant. Uh, <laughs> and, but, I, but me still being able to sit back and be like, well, I, the way you put that together is pretty cool. Like, I never, that, that my brain doesn't think that way, but the way you, you built that thing up is really neat. But they wouldn't look at the stuff that I did that way. So it was just like, I need to get the hell out of these people. <laughs> Understandably and so. Went to, and then after I went to a machine shop, a machine shop is every single, everybody, like the, especially the guy that taught me, his name was Will Fitzpatrick. He, like every bit an artist, like can make anything, like design machines. He designed bought machining stuff to, uh, to, to bottle five-hour energy. Like, they just said, we need oh, wow. to fill these bottles up, and he made the machine that did it. Like, I mean, just all sorts of... He's just... He's a genius. Like, his mind works that way. And, um, you know, it's it took every single thing that I enjoyed about, you know, creating stuff, like, you know, putting stuff together and carving stuff, and all the, all the cool stuff that, you know, the art school stuff kind of piled into my head, but took away all that self-expressive bullshit that everyone was you know blowing up blowing up each other's ass and uh re and just replaced it with really anal numbers that way there was no arguing there was no expressing there's no feeling there was no nothing it's like what are you making i'm making that <laughs> right right and that's yeah it, it's interesting how that works too i mean it's sort of like a you know a statement of of purpose to a certain degree to yeah. yeah, I struggle with this idea a lot, so it's interesting to hear. Like, I love the idea of having this desire and skill and then making practical things out of it that are actually, like, really cool and useful for people because that's, I mean, that is an art, but you're, like, able to sell it in a different way, I guess, because it has a purpose. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, and it's 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 very, it's 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 an incredibly fulfilling thing. I mean, it's nice that you know to be able to make money doing something that i enjoy but you know at the same time like it still is filling that 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 void not not really void but that desire to build something and create something like I, and you know i could you know sit down and whittle out a figure and do all that sort of thing like that that's just as fulfilling and fun like but it is really it was once once i got a hold of the machining side of stuff it was like wow this is something that 
is really challenging to me. It makes me use every single bit of my skill. It makes me bring other people's skills into it, and it's actually something that's completely functional at the end. That and so sure. that kind of that kind of that that bridged the gap between the disconnect that I had at you know art school versus you know you know the machining apprentice program and stuff like that. It definitely. It definitely filled in what what I felt that I was missing, and what would be really funny was I always it was always the joke was like I wish I could get some of these art people to come to a machine shop for a couple of days, <laughs> right? Maybe like te- teach them some different work ethics and uh, that maybe networking isn't the be all end all of, of of art, you know, and that you can yeah, make- like what, like. Like when you're getting critiqued and you start crying, it's like, come on, really? You had that much emotional emotional baggage invested into this thing? Like, right. come on. Like, whereas, you know, every day at that machine shop, someone was yelled at for something. Like, it was, it was the most aggressive, like, just harsh. I, w- I really wish they would have put cameras in there because the shit that went on, no one really believes. Like, <laughs> like what? So. Well, for example, like, Okay, the guy Will, who, um, and this 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 story is a slight bit a slight bit crass, not crass in a bad way. It's just got a it's just got some. We like crass. Crass is good. Um, I don't think you've heard this show, but crass is perfectly fine, sir. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, fine. Then I'll then I'll then I'll give you two of them. Um, uh, the, the first one's much more laid back. My buddy Will sitting there working. Will does not give a flying shit about your problems. He doesn't want to hear about it. Like, you leave it at the door, and then you can pick it back up when you're leaving. But he is not the person you cry to. Some <laughs> dude came in all whining and, you know, tearing up and stuff. He's like, and Will was like, all right, what the fuck's your problem? I have to work with you all day. I'm not dealing with you sobbing. And um, he's like, my wife left me. He's like, I guess you should have fucked her harder. Now get the fuck to work. <laughs> Holy wow. Crap. And, like, that was Damn. it. And the guy stormed, and I'm pretty sure, I don't remember now because I wasn't there for it. I think he stormed out. <laughs> so. Oh, man. Well, I yeah, mean... I mean, just, yeah, it's just, and, 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 and on, the, on the surface, it is cold and heartless, but at the same time, it's like, you're at work, you're here to do something, you're around machines that will rip your arms off. Yeah. You don't need yeah, you to got... be worried about it. That's a totally reasonable stance. Exactly. Yeah, you can't be can't be sobbing or in that amount of disarray, disarray at work. Yeah, and he told me too. He's just like he goes, you know. Well, if you, he's like with me. He's like if you're looking for sympathy, look between uh, syphilis and suicide in the dictionary because you sure as fuck ain't gonna find it here. So. <laughs> wow, it's a colorful character you have in your shop there, sir. <laughs> and he he was he was he was the tamest of them, to be honest. Like I mean, the re- like it was just like it was chaos, like in in a in a very 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 good way. Um, like and here you go. This has nothing to do with the the machine shop, other than this is this is one of the the legends that goes around there. There was some guy that worked as an EMT that was there that I, I think worked there for a little bit. But anyway, he got called on a uh, out on a job, um, not a job, but a, a, a 911 call or something. And uh, they, the door is open to this lady's house, and they're like, "Ma'am, we're here." But you know. Can we? And you just hear they heard her screaming, and they ran in, and she had the shower head of the of the shower shoved in a place where it shouldn't be, just screaming. And come oh to find God. out, <laughs> come to find out, her ex husband, well, yeah, ex, well, they were about to get divorced, but husband at the time, about to be ex husband, found out that she was cheating on him. 
So uh, he took her uh, um, lady pleasuring toys and poked holes in them with needles and soaked them in jalapeno juice. Oh my God! Holy crow! Oh yeah, my like, goodness! That is wow. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, interesting. It's, yeah. So these these are the type of people I go from. How are you feeling? To that, you know. So. <laughs> Wow. I mean, I love hearing stories like this because they're entertaining, but also because, wow, like, it makes me think my life is, I'm doing pretty good as an adult. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm right, exactly. You know, you, you, it puts things in context. Right. Like, uh, you know, I'm doing okay as an adult. I, I feel better about myself. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, there's just countless uh one you know there, uh, yeah there's so many stories of, up there like that's just like I, I worked at night mainly i was there i was there as the the nighttime guy but like the stories from like one day some guy's father-in-law showed up with a gun to blow away his son-in-law like wow. just like so they had to hide him in the closet i mean just it was just like is this all in florida too and they're just like <laughs> Yeah, is this all, is this all Florida, Kevin? That this is happening? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All this. Is <laughs> of course it is. Yeah. Yeah, I just I I know Florida's always the butt of every joke, but I guess yeah, weird stuff happens everywhere. That's my perspective on it. You just don't hear about it as much, but it does add a little bit of entertainment that it's Florida. <laughs> I can. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and. and since they passed that, you know, stand your ground law, which is just complete Ugh, chaos. Like right. everybody just has has guns everywhere, you know. And you know, but I don't know. Like at at the at, at the machine shop that I apprenticed at, the machine shop that I eventually started, the, the shop I rented was literally like you know a hundred yards away. You look out their back door, you could see my back door, and it was it was in a very rough part of town, and um, like. Many nights you'd walk outside and you would hear, you know, you would hear, bam, and then like, you know, and I was like, no, I'm not getting hit by a straight bullet. This is, this is <laughs> right, so. exactly. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. I mean, yeah, it, wow. Yeah, and that, and that was the thing too. Like, I mean, it was such a, and and the neighborhood was so just crazy. Like the neighbor. I guess so. Yeah, out. I mean, <laughs> it sounds like it. Yeah, the movie, the place where we live, where we where we moved to now, the shop is totally chill. It's right behind the high school, so it's just it's nice and nice and you know calm. But um, the the owner of the machine shop is in a wheelchair, and he's a big hunter. And what what the thing was like, everyone when 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 hunting season would come around, we would everyone was on fucking tiptoes around him because he was an angry son of a bitch until he killed something. And oh man, he would. He would come back and he would skin these deers by himself. I mean, he used the skin, the you know everything. There was nothing thrown away on these on these animals. So he it, he killed his fine, but at least he used everything. So yeah, he's um, at least not doing the thing where like you whatever take the antlers and then dump the rest of the, the meat or something. So that's no no every every barbecue we had was like venison sausage and all sorts of stuff. It was it was awesome. So we were happy when he killed something, but we were extra happy because he wasn't so pissed off anymore. Right. And. Um, like, but when he would skin these things, he would take the forklift after he skinned them and raise them up really, really high. And this is during the day. So anybody walking down the street, it was about, you know, 30 yards from the street. It looked like somebody had a bloody dead body hanging up there. And that's what he would use to drain wow. the blood out of the thing. Wow. And he's like, yeah, he's like, it's been up there long enough. Take it down. I think we freaked out enough people. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
So yeah, I mean, it was it, it was literally just chaos all the time, and it was it was a lot of fun. I mean, I I I I, I say I miss it, but I, I like what I do now better because it's a little more calm. <laughs> well, and that's a I mean, really, when when it comes down to it, when you're when you're talking about uh, stories like that, there's really no easy way to get out of it and start talking about something different. Uh, but that said, uh, you, you you touch on something earlier when we were talking about. You know, you know, art and the fact that when you're when you're making these guitars, at the end of the day, you, you've made like a really cool item, like a piece of art. But it's also an instrument; it's a tool, and can also be used to make art afterwards. And that's something that I think is kind of interesting because I was I was you know on my way over to the show today. I was trying to think of other things that have that level of uh, a sort of you know cultish, not cultish, but definitely you know very. Um, there, there's a group that's interested in certain things, and it's like a part of the culture. And I was trying to think of something that it was equivalent to, and nothing really leaked to mind. I think it's kind of a unique thing in the music instrument world. And it's something where there's been a lot of really great art. that I, I mean, most bands I know of, if I see a band with an electrical guitar company guitar, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to know that there's probably going to be something interesting that comes out of here. You know, it may not be... You know the most amazing thing ever, and it may, it may be the most amazing thing ever. But there's a higher than average chance, and if I see someone with a Fender or with a Les Paul, where it's just you never know because there's a lot of idiots with guitars too. Yeah. And I can't think of anything else, uh, music instrument wise, that I can say that about because I'm not really a gear guy. But when I see anyone with an EGC, first of all, I know they're they. they it's weird. I pr- I know that they're probably going to be someone's interesting to talk to, and they would probably be, share my interests and values. But also, I know it's probably going to be pretty good, or at least interesting. And I think that's really yeah. unique. Yeah, it's it's really strange, and that's how it was like with Travis Beans, like before before everything. Like if you saw a band with a bean, and you know, hopefully they didn't have tie dye on, as long as they <laughs> as long as they had a bean, it's like this is going to be at least entertaining. You know, they're right. going to do some crazy shit. And yeah, it's 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 really strange. And, and one thing too with it that I've tried really hard to do, like, not necessarily separate myself from it, but I don't want, like, I I, I don't want myself to be the center of it. Like, I, I definitely don't like the attention. I like being outside, just the the person who builds them and puts them out there. And it seems like the guitars themselves and, you know, the culture of the guitars has kind of taken on a life of its own. Absolutely. It's kind of separate from me because, I mean, I can, like, I mean, look at, I mean, a horrible example, look at Mel Gibson, you know, like, he, he shot himself in the foot so many times, he doesn't walk anymore. Like, you know, not <laughs> saying that, you know, not, not saying that I would do anything of that, of that nature, but, you know, if you tie it, if you, if you tie something to yourself first, you know, it always seems like it's a, it's a bit of an ego trip, and, like, that's, that, it's totally not for me. Like, I just wanted to make stuff that's really cool and going to last a long time, but I definitely wanted to have me, you know, obviously I'm part of it, but, you know, I wanted it to be, you know, people into the guitars and me kind of separate that way, you know. It, it takes on a life of its own that's separate from me. So, because I'm, I'm not really that entertaining of a person. <laughs> I, I personally would beg to differ, but I, I appreciate your, your take on it. And definitely, it is interesting that, you know, it's you, when we're and getting back to the idea of the guitars being art, like the art is the message, which is kind of rare in this day and age where people and organizations get controversialized and you kind of lose the meaning of the art more than just the. Uh, 
the trappings of the the concept of the artist or uh, the organization that's involved. And I think it's kind of yeah, a it's, thing. it's almost like Apple. Like one, 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 like Steve Jobs was so synonymous with Apple and such the head figure, and like had you know for good reason on his part a death grip on that that company. Like when he died, like uh, there was a certain spark of it that just went away, like a, a pretty big spark right. of it that went away. You know, like you know, no one knew what was going to go because he was the one that was making all that happen, and he was always the one doing the presentations. He was always the one, you know. So it's just, I don't know. It, it seems like a, it, it just seems like a good idea to let your let the entity take itself away versus you know, always having you know always feeling like you know you have to be the one steering steering it like when or well, like the the chicago art institute when i go in there and look at those those paintings like i look at those paintings like holy shit first like they, this is this is the real thing that i've looked at forever and then as a side note i think of the guy who did it or uh, or or woman who did it like you know it's it's not you know like it their where their creations have taken on such a magnitude that like they are now secondary to it they're obviously tied to it but you don't think immediately of picasso whacking his ear off when you see a picasso painting you're just like oh my god i've seen this in books since i was in kindergarten sure yeah exactly that's yeah that's a cool i mean and that's an interesting thing is that most people don't ever get to that point or they don't get to it until after they're dead unfortunately with a lot of yeah 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 and then and then also to the flip side of the other people that do it totally just for the ego trip you know yeah like, yeah and that's the other end of course too and that's and like like in the in the neighborhood like to give you an example like if anyone in pensacola asks what i do like we just and everyone up here just said we just make ball bearings because no one wants to come tour a place that makes ball bearings. <laughs> that, and and no that just keeps the rabble away. more questions about ball bearings. <laughs> right, like, exactly. Like, oh, you make ball bearings? That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess it pays the bills, huh? Oh, well, anyways, how about that local sports team? You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It just it moves it on because it, it, it got to the point where it was just, you know, you know, people would either be really, really excited, which is nice, but then you get like the, 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 the crazy excited that show up banging on the door every day or then or you just get people that are just insulting just to be an asshole, you know. Right, right. So, oh you make you make guitars, huh? Oh, what do you think you are, Leo Fender? I'm like, fuck off, dude. <laughs> well there's well yeah, there's a there's a local guy here, I, I won't say his name. He make he makes wooden guitars and you know, I saw his, I was looking at his stuff and I was like, Man, this stuff is really cool, like you know, this is, I was like, it's amazing. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't see how you do this. And, you know, I never, I didn't introduce myself as anything other than like looking at his stuff and thinking that it was neat. And as soon as he found out that I built guitars, you, you would think that I'd pissed on his mom's grave. He had a, he just turned into a complete asshole. Right. It's like, dude, Aww. it's like, calm down. Like our two things don't cross over. Right. You know, right. so like relax. Well, and I think that no. speaks more to his character than anyone else's, really, too. I mean, probably... Oh, yeah, yeah. And it, it, it becomes like a pissing contest. And it's like, dude, like, if, if, if it makes you feel better to be number one, like, you're number one. Like, I'll, I'll wear <laughs> you win. as you're number one. Like, <laughs> yeah. I really don't care. <laughs> well, there's also that whole thing, the delicate treading of, like, people sharing ideas and, I guess people being afraid of other people stealing their ideas or i don't i don't know i guess sure oh yeah yeah i mean everyone it, it's really weird like i i definitely you know with 
with like the PRF group and everything, like there's a very, very large community thing and like all those, everybody involved I would do anything for and help. And, you know, there's obviously many, many other people. But, you know, with, with like, since metal neck guitars have now gotten, you know, really valuable, like Travis Beans and stuff like that, like the, the community mindset kind of keeps, ha has fallen over to the point of like, hey man, you should tell us how to do all this stuff. It's like, no, this is like this is like 15 years of research and development. I, I can't tell you like how many times people ask me how to make Travis Bean pickups and all this other stuff, and it's just like you, you only want to know how to make it because it's really valuable. Like you, you're you're going to you're you're either going to a do it for yourself, which is fine. I have no issue with that, or you're going to do it to try and rip somebody off. And right. It's just it's it's this weird line of like you know like I have to like the the community line gets drawn of like. You know, well, you know, can you help me make my own guitar? It's like, I can help you to a certain point, but I'm not going to show you how to do everything. And then, you know, you, you, know, you don't want to create your, your own problem down the street of having to deal with, deal with someone, you know, you know. Unfortunately, it's a business. That's, that's the one thing I hate about it. If I won the lottery, I'd do the same damn thing every day, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't have to worry about the business side of it. Right, right. Because um, you, you got and, people and to pay, you got overhead, you have, you know, I mean, there are costs involved with doing all these, you know, making these great things and, and doing this stuff. Yeah, and, and like the, 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 the equipment to make, a, make an entire wooden guitar, you could probably buy a really sweet setup for about $30,000. Like, I, I have about, you know, I mean, a half million dollars worth of equipment i really don't know i mean like one machine was over a hundred thousand dollars like i mean it's just it, like the, the numbers the numbers freak me out after a while but you know and the, and the money that gets made from it is is secondary it, it all that is is just the fuel that keeps the machine going like if you do you know like if you do something really well and do something that you love odds are you're going to be able to make money and live off of it you know so you know hopefully you know some people never happen like 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 you're saying like you know they die before the recognition and then their stuff's worth millions of dollars but you know somehow somehow lightning struck where i get to do what i like and still be able to survive and and pay all the guys up here like all my like my really good friends all work here so all of them have jobs because you know of some crazy idea and going to a lunatic machine shop and getting yelled at for years so. <laughs> well and that, and that's the thing is that uh you know not that you know forbes is necessarily going to come knocking but to me it's it's sort of like a uniquely american uh inter enterprise you know entrepreneurial spirit sort of that kind of story that is kind of sold as sort of like yeah rah rah isn't capitalism great because you are doing what you love and you are you know doing really well at it if i might if i might say at least from purposes of the art coming out there you know hopefully financially as well and but it's those are the kind of stories that you don't hear like on like these these you know news programs and uh you know like i said the financial magazines because it doesn't necessarily match the clusterfuck capitalism worldview of uh <laughs> you know corporate america too because it's like oh yeah and you know and 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 saying too that you're not you know like there, there's nobody getting rich around here with this like like travis the reason travis bean went out of business was because 
they basically, like the cost of making the guitars, they were basically losing money every time they sold a guitar, which is insane. Like there's, like wow. the materials that it costs to make a wooden guitar are exponentially cheaper to a metal one because me- most, even though even though wood is a global commodity, metal is a global commodity that changes daily. Like right, you know, right, so yeah. It can go way up, it can go way down. You know, all, and you know, it's just this. It, it's it's just a much more expensive you know format to work in. Uh, but yeah, when, but when you know, when everyone's worried about the baseline and growing the baseline, we've got to do ten percent more this year, ten percent more this year. I've never had the only goals that I've ever had with this stuff has never been financially. It was always like, you know, it'd be really cool. It'd be really cool to hear one of the guitars on a touch and go record, or you know, it'd be really <laughs> right, cool. Right. It'd be really cool to see, you know, like I mean. There was no me and this me and this girl named Lauren Newman that I was in a band with for a while. We were driving through the middle of fucking nowhere, trying to find Modesto, California. Ah, that's where Conan's uh, from. Conan's I, I grew up there. That's where. <laughs> well, where I grew up. well, then, then you know what I'm talking about. It's hidden for a reason. Like, oh yeah, it's it's a great place to grow up because it gives you plenty to rebel against. It's a land of intolerance and uh, lack of culture. Wow. Yeah, it was, and and so while we were trying to find it, like we we uh, we were talking, and she was just like, and this was, this was only so many years in. Like I I, I had maybe made like you know fifty guitars at this point, and she's like, what's the best thing? What's the most amazing thing about all this? And I was just like, you know, I was like, I was like, if I have to pick one, the most amazing thing is getting to meet the people. I was like, but there's there's not really like all the goals like you know getting to getting to see the guitars on the touch and go 25th stage like that was awesome, but it wasn't necessarily fulfilling. And the weird thing was like the dirty secret was what was what was the most fulfilling about every single bit of this. It happens every single day, and I had to get distance away from it to be able to actually appreciate it. The thing that gets my jollies off that puts the biggest smile on my face is being the first person to plug them in, play them, and see that something that me and four other guys put together works, and it works well. You know, and right, right. It's been the, it's been there since the very beginning. It was something that you know I did. I had the appreciation for, but you know everyone kind of gets starstruck. You're like, oh, we can do this, we can do this, we can do this. It's like that's that shit doesn't matter. What was what was what was the best thing and continues to be the best thing was the first thing that ever happened. It was getting to plug it in and being like, shit, that sounds good. <laughs> right, which which is awesome because, yeah, again, harkening back to the fact that you're making something that's, uh, you know, an uh, uh, object of art, but it's functional as well. Like, it's, it's not just, yeah, like it exists, has an like existence the, beyond that. Yeah, it's like, it's like, imagine if it was a painting, like, the fulfilling thing is not having a bunch of, you know, uh, like, you know, the people come in and, you know, appreciate it when it's hanging in a gallery. The the thing that is the most fulfilling is standing back and being like, ah, it's done. <laughs> there it is. Right, you know? right. That, that, that's, what's, that what's, what, that's what was in my head, and that's what is out now. So, yeah, it's, 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 it's really, and it's, it's, it's really strange, like, because, you know, uh, up until that point, me and her talking about that, which it took us a fucking long time to find Modesto, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and it, gosh, I can only imagine where you might have gotten lost. And it probably was very underwhelming when you actually got there as well, I would imagine. Yeah, we, we, put, we took some road that said other, and after we passed <laughs> the cloud line, like, yeah. I started to have a conniption fit. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, we, um, but yeah, it was, it was just, I don't know, it was, it was just really surreal to come to that conclusion that you know that you know 
And it was also it was also really nice too to know that it was just like wow this this is not about the money this is not about anything this is about making cool shit that's going to last for a hundred years you know totally and it's but uh, yeah and so it's kind of like the kind of thing where the art just like you know with a lot of music that I that I really love like the art itself is the reward uh, you know the the destination is the journey if you will and oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's like the each like and each guitar. Like if I go back, like we have all the books, all the serial numbers, and all the details of everything. Like I have yet to come across one when someone has emailed me back. Like and I go back and look at my notes. Like I remember building each one. Like and you know, it's it's really strange because I feel like I feel like they're kind of like you know little children that got sent out into the world. So you know. There's a there's definitely a an insane amount of like pride and kind of almost protectionist in a way when right. when it when it comes down to them. So and, you know I've had people beat the dog shit out of them and send them back and I fix them and send them back out, you know, <laughs> which, is, which is fine. But you know, you know it's 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 a very like I I, I yeah the the enjoyment and the I guess the. Not the ability on my end, but the ability from people to believe in this company to be able to build them something cool is really, really humbling. So, yeah. You know. I, I mean, I think, and I think there is a personal touch to it that, you know, and again, and again I'm not a, you know, some rich lawyer dude that has, like, all this money that can just go be buying, like, all these custom guitars and stuff. But to me, it feels like there's more personal investment in getting an electrical guitar company car a car. Yeah, a car. You're making cars now, by the way. <laughs> Did you know that? I... Yeah, yeah. If you come across a cheap DeLorean, let me know. That's the next thing. So. Fuck's sake, what is wrong with There me? is a DeLorean around here. I've seen it before. Well, let me know if it's made out of aluminum. So, uh, guitar is what I meant to say. I feel like there's, you know, it seems like there's more personal investment in the making. Like, you, you know that. You know, if you were a person of means, you could probably go down to Pensacola, Florida. And if you are not a weirdo, you know, meet these guys that, like, just made this thing for you. You know, you're in active communication with all these people that they're kind of, like, fulfilling a dream of, like, hey, I have this thing that I want. You know, it's, it's you know, it's like this. You know, uh, there, there's a certain amount of... Uh, it's not something I guess I see so much. And I think it's really unique and it's worth noting. And it's something that kind of gets lost among the story because uh, aluminum guitars just by nature of their composition it's not standard most people are used to a wood guitar they're like you can make a guitar out of aluminum it's like oh aren't, like what's what's that like i'm like well if you take it on the plane it's made out of the same stuff as the plane yeah we had we actually did have a couple of people that like you know is it okay to fly with these things i was like well if the guitar doesn't make it you're not <laughs> right <laughs> which is awesome and that also kind of uh you know lends itself to sort of like the legend of egc if you will uh, and, you know, I, I think that that's fantastic, too, because speaking as someone, you mentioned, you know, someone sending guitars back and, you know, having messed it up. They're very durable as well, which is, you know, a lot of times you have people with like with their custom guitars and whatnot and they don't. Oh, well, I never I never play shows with this. I never you know, take it, take it out of the take it out of the office. Just I play my stuff here. I'm like, well, what's the point? You have this ex- awesome, expensive thing. Why are you not taking it out into the world? 
And yeah, yeah, and, and like, and the ones that come back are not ones where people were, you know, physically abusive. Like I have yet, I, I've seen one that got tomahawked and kind of split a little bit, but it uh, it didn't break. But we just had to make a new body for it. Which, whatever, if you want to get emotional and slam your shit, that's fine. I'll fix it. But, um, <laughs> but like the uh, the. The, the like Buzz Osborne and uh, sends his stuff back, you know, basically once a year to kind of overhaul because sure. his sweat, uh, his sweat is kind of the equivalent of um, of the aliens from the alien movies. <laughs> like, I, I know that concept I well. I, I was I was once described as having the exact same type of sweat, so maybe we're sp- spawned from the same alien. Yeah, it, it just it just eats it eats the pots and it eats the jacks. Right. Like there's nothing like you know, and there's they don't they don't make you know switchcraft jacks or I've tried different jacks and all sorts of stuff and it's just it's just something that's it's like changing tires at this point like it just has to happen every once in a while but we just did um the 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 fellow john dwyer from the ocs like he sent back one and he played the the living shit out of this thing and i mean which is the way it's supposed to be and like i i gutted the electronics in it because they were seized up they were seized up so much that i had to take a drill press and drill the pots out of the actual (laughs) guitar wow and like i was just like dude i I was like i don't know you know i don't know what you sweat but it's it's pretty gnarly you might want to bottle it and sell it because like (laughs) i mean and but the, the the really cool thing was like it just meant that it had been played so much and like like he had all these pictures he'd went out around the world with it you know you know half dozen times you know you know I for as much as you know like I said like they're kind of like my little babies that get sent out like you know if someone's gonna play the hell out of it send it back we'll throw new guts in it and you know go play the hell out of it even more that's kind of the way that you know. It's it's not a like oh wow it got beat up it's like no this thing got beat up and it's about to get beat the fuck up again right right it's 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 actually part of the modus operandi sort of right. they're, they're meant that's to be the played purpose. yeah right and that's probably yeah. somewhat satisfying for you to know that like wow this thing is they're really using it they're not just putting it in the back but that this is their thing that they yeah. use all the time yeah and and the other really cool thing too about it is like the, all the stuff that had to be replaced was stuff that is actual consumable parts like the core like the neck the body all the meat and potatoes of stuff you know electronics are consumable they're going to shit the bed eventually right right but you know like the actual heart of the guitar was never damaged you know and that's the same way with buzz like buzz said that every time that he would take his les paul overseas some asshole would break his damn headstock at the airport like, <laughs> right, he right. Would, he would get off get off the airplane and there's his broken headstock and ever since ever since he started playing the the metal ones i know they've sheared off a couple tuners i still don't know how they do that but they <laughs> wow. have not they they haven't been able to break it yet so you know it's 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 nice to know you know that it's and like my my prototype um, guitar, uh, when you know people started wanting them and were asking about them, I was in this band. Uh, uh, it's called Nuez Ardentes. It was a lot of fun. It was from Mobile, Alabama, but uh, it had the drummer of XBXRX in it, um, and we just basically tried to destroy the thing every night, you know. And like we never, it still works today. I mean, it looks like shit, but it still works. So, you know. We, we we definitely tried to break them, and it was nice to know that for the most part they were unbreakable. Sure, sure, and and you mentioned yeah. I mean, it doesn't. It seems like every time I see the Melvins, there's a you know a new color of the King Buzzo standard that, that he's got going, and it's it's to me as interesting of a game as seeing you know what the the robe Moo Moo thing that he's wearing oh, yeah. looks like this time. It's 
it, it's interesting and it's neat that you know for someone that has such an iconic sound and was so kind of known for playing a certain instrument like it that's an absolute uh note of approval that you know he switched brands he's 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 an egc man now and that's that's really impressive and you know i think it speaks a lot to the credit of the guitars and the work that you guys do yeah it was it was it's it's still surprising like you know it's like i you know obviously you have you have the the relationship side of the people that you now know like you know like buzz and every, every everybody else like uh you guys like every everybody that's just buddies and friends but once all them guys like like when dale and buzz get on stage and stuff it's like holy shit that's no right <laughs> exactly like, it's still awesome right like, yeah like it, it completely like it like you know the the i guess the fandom is is you know is is, is separated off to when you know it's necessary but it real it, it just yeah floors me it's just like i i never would have guessed that like you know one of my favorite guitar players would have given a shit about what you know i liked you know so yeah it's it's very and you know and not only did he like it he loved them and you know and yeah it's 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 very again not not to overuse a word but it's it's very humbling and it's just like and and that and and it really doesn't even have anything to do necessarily with you know just you know bands like that that I've always looked up to like any band that comes around I've always said this like there's no around here there's no like whenever someone new starts it's like there's no famous and not famous there's dick and not a dick like, <laughs> <laughs> that's where like you know there's like everyone everyone's on the same playing field like it it doesn't really matter like unless they can walk on water or fly over here and have x-ray vision i don't give a shit like (laughs) everyone everyone's gonna get treated with the exact same respect and you know and you know need for their stuff to get done in order you know so you know it's 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 a very nice it's a very good place to be in because i've had i've had some people like no one that any of us would give a shit about and but people be like and the reason why is because they're like do you know who i am it's like no you emailed me like, I, don't, <laughs> I, I, I really don't i mean it, that's I, really but, funny and i don't really care either that. <laughs> yeah, no you emailed me <laughs> <laughs> well, because anyone, anyone else like that, like like the music that all of us are into, and any of the other, any of the other sorts of people, like um, even even the uh, the Katy Perry guitars. When we got emailed, I got emailed about that stuff. Like, yeah, that's know, crazy. What, what's like? How did that? How did that come to pass? Just give a little context for the for the listeners that maybe are not aware of this. That's a. I'm, I'm really not one hundred percent sure. Um, there's, a, there's a guy, there's a guy named Gabe who uh, does a lot of work with the Moist Boys and uh, Dean Ween. I think it's Dean Ween or Gene Ween. I always get their names flip flop. Um, but he's he's been good with them. But he is like one of their head techs for stuff, and I think he is the the end for it. And they uh, they needed somebody to make guitars that lit up, and no one else could do it. And he's like, I think I think this guy could do it. And that, that's pretty much how it. Wow, that's pretty cool. Out. So it's because it lit up, not because of. <laughs> that's how. Well, it was because of what they wanted it to do. They wanted it to light up, but they wanted the neck to light up. They wanted the headstock to light sure. up. So I mean, you can, you can make any combination of those in a wooden guitar with an acrylic body. You yeah. could do, but you couldn't do all of them. Ah, oh, I get you. And they did. They just. Yeah. And it was kind of known that. Uh, 
you know, Kevin, Kevin and company are up for a challenge if you throw it at them, and they'll probably deliver something that exceeds expectations. Yeah, because yeah, I, I got a I got a text from uh, is either text or an email. It's been a while. Where he's like, would he's like, how do you, how do you feel about making some LED light up guitars? I was like, why not? Sure. And then that's when I found <laughs> out what it was all for. So, wow. Yeah, and that's yeah, like a level was, of visibility that I mean that goes beyond you know the Melvins. Literally, or, yeah, visibility. visibility exactly. <laughs> that goes way beyond the Melvins. It goes beyond even you know Tom uh, Tom Patterson from Cheap Trick. Like that's I mean that's huge. Like that's not necessarily my world. You know, it's not. I'm sure it's not your world yeah, either. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's 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 the world where I don't really have to explain what I do anymore at Thanksgiving. Right. Like, you know. <laughs> Like, because no one, like, you know, no, no one, with the exception of, you know, a couple people in, in, our, in, in my family, like, uh, there's one dude named Tyler that, you know, loves all heavy music, like, knows, you know, knows, knows of all the bands and everything, but no one else does. But now it's just like, they're like, oh, you made something for Katy Perry. Okay. You know, so, you know, <laughs> now we accept what you're doing. Yeah, we're not gonna, we're not gonna ask so many questions to make sure you're okay in life. Yeah, or just nod and smile with uh, I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, that, that was right. what I would normally get. Like we make it for these people and these people. Uh, no, not African. Just mumble and walk away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's and, and you know it's it. And yeah, it, it was definitely. And again, like you know, it was you know, it was it was interesting to see those guitars played on, you know, stage and see them flying around and shooting fire and stuff. But you know, <laughs> this must be some show, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, but the, the the challenge of building them was was you know what was the most enjoyment. I mean, don't get me wrong, they were a pain in the ass, but right. they were they were really really neat. And and again, like I at the end, I had the exact same you know feeling of accomplishment is making you know uh the the there was a baritone that went out the next day after all those things went like it was you know there was no uh, it was it was neat that like like i said it's just really neat that everybody has always been on the same playing field there's no you know up or down like it's not you know well you know well, I'm not famous enough to talk to you, or I'm not famous enough to, you know, ask this. It's like, no, ask anything. Shit, like if you're willing to, if you're willing, if, if you're willing to take a chance on me, letting me do something crazy, then you know, like it's a, it's a pleasure for me to talk to you, not vice versa. Like I'm, <laughs> like, thank you for getting a hold of me. Not, and there's no, because there's a lot of like really high end builders, which I don't really look at us as a necessarily a high end builder that just get kind of snooty and you know really uptight and don't want to you know deal with people but like i still like that's that's one of the best parts is getting to meet the people finally you know and you know seeing seeing that they enjoy it and talking to them for a few minutes and you know i don't know yeah the 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 personal touch of it is definitely something that's really huge because if it was just a factory where we were turning out stuff and never saw anyone that 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 would become pretty pretty annoying quickly so. Right, right, and that's, I mean, I think, and again, harkening back to what I said earlier, I think that that's something that's, like, a very notable difference, you know, I mean, I, I can speak with, <laughs> I can speak with uh, personal experience to that, that, you know, I've, full disclosure, I'm an electrical guitar company guitar owner, and, you know, I I came to you with a design, like, hey, this is, this is what I'm thinking of, what do you think, is this possible, and yet you were, you were very, 
kind and patient with me as it was worked through to you know the specifications for what I wanted and you know when I finally got it uh it was everything I wa- I ever wanted in a guitar and it was like this is great this is like the idealized you know straight from my mind over to my hands instrument that I've always wanted and I, I can't think of any other company that would come close to doing something along those lines and Thanks. Yeah, and that, and that's what, <laughs> yes, you know, is what I'm trying to say. What, <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's what, like, you know, I hope, like, you know, that most people feel like with it, you know, and and like now, like the way the way the website and all that stuff is like set up is, like, I was getting, you know, uh, you know, a hundred emails a day, which was just becoming just way too much. So my wife has started helping by, you know, filtering out, you know, stuff that, you know, like basically giving quotes to people and then if they need to talk to me they can talk to me after that just sure. because if not I would be on the phone all day and never build anything right, right exactly at some point you're actually going to want to make the darn things right so yeah so but like I, I know I know like most of the bigger companies which I don't think legally I'm allowed to say their names like their custom shops start you know at around ten thousand dollars you know and it's just kind of like it totally goddamn. exactly and, and you're getting something that uh, you know I've played some of these these custom uh, guitars and it's like, huh? That costs that much, huh? <laughs> that's. Yeah, a, like, I mean, it's not that it's it's bad. It's just it's like, all right, well, whatever. That's cool, I guess. <laughs> it's a lot of money. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of money. Yeah, I could buy a car with that. An aluminum yeah, one. Yeah, if that. it doesn't come, if it doesn't come with a title, I don't think I'm paying ten grand for it. So right. You know, yeah, it's it's, and you know, and 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 again, and going back to what you're saying about people being being standoffish about metal stuff, like you know. And Valinos have fallen into this weird category now because of how valuable they are. But and collectors now are kind of you know they're very sought after. You know they 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 go for thirteen anywhere between between thirteen to fifteen thousand dollars. I mean it's insane. <laughs> um, Jeez. But you know but people people don't bat an eye at that anymore. But you know like. You know, the same person that would buy, you know, a, a twelve thousand dollars some other wooden guitar is like, why is this thing that's made out of metal two grand? It's like, um, because <laughs> like, <laughs> right. I don't know why I have to validate it. You just paid, you know, you know, twelve thousand dollars for something that is about two hundred dollars worth of materials. But you know, hey, that's, that's your game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Some someone is taking advantage of someone here, but <laughs> it's not. It's, it's not you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and it, and it, and it goes to. I remember my buddy Ernie was talking about it. Like the the, the, the one of the biggest things with like guitar. Any, well, any sort of man, anybody that does manufacturing and selling and stuff like that is like you have to build up the culture. And you touched on this yeah. a while ago, but build up the culture with it. So people like with those custom shops always being that expensive have grown accustomed to it. And it's super bragging rights for them to say that they have. It. Right. Like, oh, this one costs $12,000 just for the. Yeah. Okay. We get it. Cool. Like, uh, yeah. you spend a lot of money on your, on your stuff. Neat. Yeah, the coffee industry is like that. I work in coffee, like specialty coffee, and it's similarly, like, there's no, I guess my boss puts it as, like, there is no real science around it, so you basically just tell everyone that you're doing it right and that you're the best, and, I mean, it's different with a product that's manufactured rather than an agricultural crop, I guess, but it's just kind of, yeah, like, you have to just believe that it's the best, and then other people will follow you. I guess. Oh yeah, and it's like I remember there was a there was a girl in in high school. Well, it had to be earlier than that. I don't remember. It was when it was when no no 
none of the girls we hung around had any confidence. None of the boys did, so no one ever talked to anybody. And she was just like, if you don't have any confidence, <laughs> she's like, lie until you get some. Yeah. Like, yep. Yep. Fake it till you make it. Well, and then yeah, so exactly. And that, that, those, those those words have rang true since since she said that. Like it was just like everybody was just shoegazers, and then after that, everybody was actually talking to each other. So. Well, that kind of buttonholes into something that I, I wanted to get into. You, you mentioned, you know, early on in the interview, we talked about how, uh, you know, at the outset, Electrical Guitar Company wasn't necessarily uh, recognized as, as the conquering heroes that you guys have now become. Uh, it was a little bit, you know, disdain and suspicion put upon it. Uh, but that, you know, this, this Travis Bean, this, um, this Travis Bean, you know, prototype sort of model that you had is sort of what led to it. Talk to me about the Travis Bean design stuff. Well, after after um, Travis died, like uh, the the '97 run, those 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 prototypes that they put out back then, the one that I, of which one of the ones I had, uh, I don't exactly like I said I don't understand the story exactly, but it really, really, for lack of a better word, fucked Travis and his family like pretty hard financially, and um, you know. And I think from then on, it was always kind of kind of a struggle. And then after he after he died a few years ago, you know, I already had the designs drawn up. I had everything ready. Like, but I I wanted her. Like, I was just like, hey, you know, would you be interested in me trying to reissue these? Like, we'll start a company. We can be partners in it. We'll figure all that shit out. But you know, I need to see if I can actually pull it off first. Right. And, yeah, but before um, we get too far down that line, let's make sure that we can get the motor running. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's like, yeah, as long as Mark McAway, which was Travis's best friend and the one who did uh, a lot of the designing in the 70s, he's the one that designed the 500. The oh, okay. 500. Which is the more for uh, those that are not guitar, super guitar nerds, which are probably people not listening. Uh, but the people that are, uh, don't know that that is the more, more one of the more iconic Travis Bean models that are it's kind of known to. Yeah, Jerry Garcia played the early incarnation of it, and then Albini played the later, more common. And I say more common. They I don't think they ever made two hundred of the things, so um, might be a little bit more than that. But there, there, there's not a lot of them floating around. Uh, I know Jody Shapiro has one too right. as well. But anyway, friend of the show, Jody um, Shapiro. Yeah, and uh, they the. Uh, um, she actually was the reason I found out about Travis Bean way, 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 way back before I heard of Shellac. She had that cult of Travis Bean site, which was pretty, pretty accurately named. But uh, <laughs> indeed, yes. <laughs> um, but you know, and and I made them. Uh, I made I made five, I think five prototypes. Pretty sure. Anyway, sent sent them to uh, Mark and and Rita, and. Um, Mark was all about it and gave the go-ahead, so I made another run of prototypes, not prototypes, but like kind of production models with slight tweaks just from the prototypes. And, you know, it's, they, they, they're insanely expensive because the manufacturing of them is insanely expensive. In 1997, the artist model, which was like the high-end model, was like $8,900, which, and yeah, it, that, that's, a, that's a lot of coin back then. It's a lot of coin now, too. Um, but you know, we I, we got it now to where I think the uh, the artist now is like seventy five hundred. It's something like that. But a seventies uh, artist will go for you know seven, eight, nine thousand dollars, depending on. So it's it's in the realm of right. what it of, of you know what you could get uh, an original seventies ones for. But the reason, and I get this question all the time: why are they so expensive? Like the the one piece billet back 
is so insanely cumbersome to make and so insanely expensive to buy that like it's just like I don't even know if you went to a machine shop and had all the programs and fixtures if they would make it for that like it's just it's a very very complicated complicated design but it's brilliant uh, in the end so I, I really really dig it but it's just so expensive that it just knocks it out of the realm of you know what you know most people can afford right but it is something that uh yeah it's it's interesting that sort of like the story coming full circle that oh yeah that was my that was the big thing too like i I, like first and foremost like i told rita i was just like you know i was like travis is dead and if there was somebody you know like me when i died floating around i would hope they would at least give the college try to you know help make you money to you know you know, help you out since he's not here, like kind of take care of you at, from the grave sort of thing. Sure. And, you know, and, and the other much, much, much way farther down the line, uh, distant second was I wanted to see if I, you know, in all the years that I've been doing machining, if I could pull off what I was obsessed with. So, yeah, it, 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 it was definitely a very full circle moment of when the first one, when we put it together, and I was like, well, well, shit, I guess I'm an actual machinist now. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right, exactly. It's probably kind of like an epiphany sort of, uh, huh, all right. (laughs) That worked out. That's a good feeling. Oh, yeah, it was was really, really surreal. And, you know, like it was like we GoPro recorded the entire machining of all of them and stuff. Like it's, it's a really... Like, the, the block of metal that it starts off with is, like, 136 pounds, and when it's done wow. cleaning, it weighs uh, three. Wow. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> well, that's yeah. a lot of, like, scrap going somewhere. Yeah, 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 we save it and recycle it, but they don't give you nearly. And it's a higher-grade aluminum, so it's just it's it's insanely expensive. Yeah, yeah, metal. I was going to say it ain't cheap, I'm sure. Yeah, and they like the machine travels like the machine keeps track of like the amount of travel that it does per program, but it travels forty seven miles to cut out one of those pans. Wow. Holy so, moly. Wow. Yeah. And it does it in a little over eight hours. It's hauling ass. Like I like when the the guy who did like I, I, I gave the guy the the, the 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 CAD drawings of it with all the you know, all the dimensions and stuff and he did the three dimensional rendering, which is all nerdy shit of just saying he made it a 3D figure on a computer, and then he generated the uh, the, 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 the the program for it. And um, like the the speeds and feeds that he was, this is complete nerd stuff. But the speeds and feeds that he was giving giving me on this program, it's like there's no way this machine's going to hold this man. Like that's insane. Like there's nothing that's going to go that fast. Right. And uh, like. Well, I'll be damned. It worked. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Like, there was a, I, I don't know the name of, there was a metal cutting magazine that did a special on them. And, like, I was getting calls from all these aeronautics, uh, like, uh, like people who do stuff for, like, you know, NASA and shit. They're like, exactly how are you getting those speeds and speeds? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> wow. And may, may, I propose, uh, may I propose the following? I'll be damned. It worked. The Kevin Burkett story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it was like it, it was cutting so it was cutting so fast and cutting so hard that it basically has like the equivalent of like two garden hoses spraying full force into it. Right. Like the the cool the coolant couldn't evacuate the chips out of it fast enough for how fast it was cutting. It was it was insane. Wow. So, yeah. That's insane, man. That Holy is, crap! That's it, crazy. It was, it was fun. It was, it was definitely fun to fun to do. So. 
and and definitely and you know and again to not sound cheesy it was definitely an honor to be able to try and make them and to be able to make them so you know i have a question if you yeah. if you i mean like for anybody starting out on doing something like what you've done and creating uh not an empire, so to speak, but I guess an empire. <laughs> if you're looking to create an empire. No, or like, you know, uh, do what you love sort of situation. Maybe start your own business or just, you know, make what you want to make. What, like, advice would you st- give them starting out? Um, I'm not really sure. Like, um, I never really had an aha moment. It was just kind of a practical thing. Like, I'm worried about my stuff getting stolen, so I want to make something. Mm-hmm. But once once it started going, like, like the most, <clears throat> excuse me, like, there were, there were a good number of people that were very, very supportive, like mm-hmm. Tim Midget, Steve, all those guys, like, you know, they, they, they will forever get high fives from me for moral support and, like, just being just, you know, solid dudes and, you know, just damn good people. <clears throat> but you know, I guess the, the the hardest thing for me to learn because the the band that I was in, we were we were a little angry. <laughs> we would always get really really pissed off about stuff and take stuff personally, and that was the hardest thing. Was like for me was not necessarily the business side of it because it I, I was working as a machinist while you know making you know the guitars at night because in the first couple of years i only made a handful of them so i didn't need my own shop right right i basically rented the shop from the guy that i was working for so he kept my paycheck it long convoluted story somehow i worked i would work 12 hours a night and end up owing him money so no that's um, a bummer yeah but you know i it, it, it worked out um and, but, you know, was, you know, not basically telling the naysayers to go fuck themselves because there's, there's still people today that, you know, you know, talk shit, you know, and it's just like, don't let it bother you. And I remember when we recorded with Steve, and this was before any of this stuff, you know, had even come, come around as an idea, um, there, there was an article in Tape Op where someone was basically talking shit about him, and I was like, "You do know this guy's talking shit about you in here?" And he's like, eh, "It happens." <laughs> it's true. Like, this, it does happen. Didn't want to see it. Didn't want it. Didn't care. Just, yeah, eh, yeah. Fuck it, whatever. Best not and to feed that, into that. What's that? It's best not to feed into that. It's. Oh yeah, yeah, and you know, and I think that was the that was the hardest thing. Like, if if you find something that you like to do. Like go full bore and do it, but I mean, like it's like Eddie Eddie Azard saying, like if you if you want to put babies on stakes, put babies on stakes, you know, like yeah, <laughs> he's like just don't let anyone tell you not to do it, you know, be the best person, like right. I, I can pile the most babies on a stake, and, <laughs> you know, so and there you go, Kevin Burkett, who can pile the most babies on a stake. <laughs> And yeah, yeah, that's probably that, that 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 could probably be taken out of context. It, it, it probably <laughs> could be, but we we know what you're what you're driving at. Thank you so much for talking with us today, man. This has been great. Yeah. Oh, anytime, man. Thank you, thank you for having us, uh, having us, Jesus, having me. Good the royal we, right already. <laughs> yeah, the royal we. There you go. So. And and if people want to know more about uh, the EGC Electrical Guitar Company, it's electricalguitarcompany.com, right? Yep, and then there's a Facebook one that I think it's Facebook slash Electrical Guitar Company. If you just Google Electrical Guitar Company, 
all the all the shenanigans comes up. So. And if you're an Instagram person, there's a great Instagram account that I called out earlier, and uh, yeah, you can kind of see whatever whatever it is you're up to, and I'm I'm looking forward to see whatever it's up to next, man. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna follow cool, you right now. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Awesome. Well, thank y'all. Thank y'all so much for having me. I really appreciate it. It was it's been a lot of fun. All right, Kevin. Hey, thanks a lot, man. Thanks, man. We'll see you. There he is, Mr. Kevin Burkett, Electrical Guitar Company. Pretty cool. Let's uh, let's hear a song.
Okay, that was Black Moses by New Cowboy Builders, the newest song. Pretty pretty good jam. That's awesome. I like that. They're uh, Welsh. <laughs> I believe they're uh, from uh, Welsh? They're, they're from over the pond. Yeah, yes. they're uh, whales. Um, not the not not the, the sea creature. No, <laughs> no, no. The country. Uh, they're um, from the same place as Falco, or similar ish place. Uh, no, are they from Bristol? Might from Bristol. Whatever. They're from the UK. They're from over there. <laughs> they're from We're a, so American. I did, and I did a dismissive wave. They're from over there. Now, if they're from Bristol, I'm, I was wrong. For some reason, why do I think they were from Wales? I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, it's good. That's the important thing. Before that was another premiere. We had a thud of the jackboot by Survival Knife. That is off of the brand new EP. That's another premiere uh, for you right here on Radio Valencia. That is not the drop I meant to Protonic play. Reversal. <laughs> On Protonic Reversal. Uh, I'm just completely overwhelmed by how awesome uh, Kevin Burkett is. And uh, that, that was a great time. And I'm, I, I urge everyone who has even a passing interest in artisanal awesomeness to uh, go check out the Electrical Guitar Company stuff and you know, follow their Instagram. Even, even if you're not going to buy one of the guitars, like I said, they're works of art in and of itself and uh you know that's worth paying attention to for sure uh wow action-packed show i think we're uh i think we i think we're done here <laughs> so do you have any, anything else brenna no no okay well cool is this thing on you've been listening to protonic reversal we thank you for that you can find the show between 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. every Thursday on Radio Valencia, radiovalencia.fm. Radioneutron.com for podcast streaming, uh, subscription, Stitcher, all that good stuff. If you've got an iTunes account, you, you just, can you operate it, please? My dad tried. It's a confusing process. If my dad can do it, you can do it. It is a confusing process. I'm just saying. I'd appreciate it. Thank you. Got some amazing guests coming up. We have Love Moon coming up next week. Uh, awesome band. I'm permission from them, too. That is happening. Uh, they'll, they'll be in studio. And then The Blind Shake week after that. Also in studio. Should be fantastic. As we come to the close of our broadcast day. Real Time Drop is cutting her hair for charity. That's happening soon. I'm nervous. This is my farewell transmission. Should be. Thanks for listening. Catch you next time. Signing off. Mr. and Mrs. America and all the ships at sea. Anyone within the sound of my voice. got 50,000 watts of power. I want to ionize the air. This microphone turns sound into electricity. Now, out on Route 128, it 
dark and lonely. I got my radio on. to my top 10. I'd like to thank our sponsor. But we haven't got a sponsor. Not if you were the last man on earth. She was prepared to prove it. This one goes out to a special girl. There is no special girl! It's the... It's the end of radio! The last announcer plays the last record! The last what? Leaves the transmitter! broadcasting if there's no one there to receive it's the end of radio as we come to the close of our broadcast day 
radio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 